0: And welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Boedge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish the book I do the review, stick it up here on the podcast feed. And today um, I'm joined by uh, Juliana. Say hi.
1: Hi everyone.
0: And uh, today we're going to be reviewing the book Red Mars, which is the first of the the Red Green Blue Mars Trilogy or the Mars Trilogy by Kim Stanley Robinson. And uh, yeah, Juliana, why are we reading this book?
1: I'm not quite sure, but it, feels, it felt to me like it's a massive, influential milestone in science fiction, isn't yeah. it?
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it was super influential. Won, it won all the awards. Well, not actually this book, but like the, the, the series has won Hugos and Nebulas and all, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Locus. And it is, uh, are you looking at the awards that it got there yeah. as well? Yeah. Uh, Hugo Award for Best Novel. Um, is that true? Oh, was it? Uh, that was yeah, just what it was. Award
1: for best novel, nineteen ninety three. Oh,
0: okay. So maybe it was the next one that won the Nebula. Anyway, I never want to get into the awards, but yes, it, it is massively influential, and pretty much all other books that you read have bits and pieces of this book in in it. Like it's it very difficult very to read like a book about Mars or even about terraforming or even about like the future without kind of reading it through the lens of Kim, Kim Stanley Robinson. And uh, his Mars trilogy. Yeah. So um, I've think... only
1: read the first book by now, though. Yes. So I don't know about the others yet, and I I know that as obviously like apparently it's quite obvious that if there's a, a blue Mars and a and a green Mars that there's gonna like the the story's gonna p- progress in yes. a certain way. But so far I've only read, read Mars, mm-hmm. and that has made it quite um, yeah one bit
0: yeah it's definitely it's definitely the first chapter in in an ongoing yeah. in an ongoing story yeah. however uh, when I, I think one of the, the clever tricks that he plays is by halfway through this book saying oh actually and now we're going to have this longevity treatment," um so which means that everyone is going to live a long time so if you think about it yeah but it's going to take hundreds of years for mars to be terraformed and then we don't have our characters anymore and like who's going to tell that story is it going to follow the different generations down the it's like nope don't worry the characters will last as long as the characters need, need to, to last yeah. you know if they need yeah. to last three books if they need to last 100 years if they need to die in this book um that's the way it works yeah so like when you when you read um when you read uh, what is it terminal world by uh, uh, alistair reynolds yeah. Uh, is a Mars book? Did you read that Mars book? Don't I can't remember. I can't me- so. I'm not sure if you did or not. No. but I've I've, I've uh, heard people say, "Oh yeah, it's okay." I'm not really sure. And you, but they don't realise that it's playing off all of the previous Mars novels. It's got airships like Barsoom. It's got all these other things, and it's got a clever feint where you think that you're reading about a space elevator because, you know, space elevators are so important here, mm. and it, then it twists it and actually goes, ah, it's not really a space elevator, but because you were thinking so much about space elevators because of the Mars connection here... Um, even though I don't think it mentions Mars in the whole of the novel. Anyway, it's very clever. But that kind of book, like a whole novel by uh, Alistair Reynolds, Terminal World, kind of relies on people knowing um, the history of Mars exploration and the future of Mars exploration, kind of as set out in Red Mars, Green Mars, Blue Mars. You know, that's yeah, how influential this book is. It's definitely
1: like lots of, lots of influences in later books where things are just uh stated as being okay this is this is uh this is the way it goes yeah comes back to what uh what is described here in this book? Yeah, like it se- it's like, like
0: a seminal work. Yeah. yeah, it
1: feels like you know when we, we we listen and watch The Martian. Yeah, and a lot of things that happen there are kind of like the base the basis of that.
0: Yeah, it's kind is, of predicated on this is what it's going to look like. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: And everything that uh, is described in Red Mars, the way the terraforming works, the way the world works, the mm. way we 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 still don't really know how humans would work on Mars. Yeah. But it is so, like, thought through, and this is, like, the concept. Okay, this is the way it, uh, it's going to be developed, and this is how yeah. humans uh, interact and behave on Mars. Maybe.
0: Well, we're going to see. It? But yeah. it's one of those things that, like, I really like the idea that um, there is the Martian time slip, which, in other words, you get to, yeah. you get to zero, zero, zero on the clock.
1: Then have, and then oh, 40 minutes
0: yeah and then it's like like 36 minutes of just extra time or whatever and they're yeah. like ah oh, we can relax in this time and the clocks don't move and then they continue on And Which is a bit strange yeah, because
1: there's like time is and also I really like, like the plan. way
0: where they go okay well, how like how do they measure what time of the year it is they don't have months they don't have weeks how many days it is they go no by degrees like it's 360 degrees all the way around so yeah. when we're here it's zero when we're at the far side it's Mars 180 yeah. and when we're back around it's 360 no th- like three 59 yeah. and then we go to zero, One, zero again, again zero again yeah. and yeah. then we can continue around so i i quite like that i quite like that idea of like he's gone oh well, this is how the clock will work this is how the calendar will work this is how long the you know based on how long the day is and how long the year is mm. this is a great way to be able to tell time and the seasons because the seasons don't really match up you know no. the summer is longer in the north and much much you know shorter in the south yeah. Um, things like that. So yeah, uh, yeah Red Mars. Where um, do you want to start?
1: I just want to start by saying, okay, it is quite. Um, you can always see how epic a book is by how long I take to read it. Oh really? I put it down on Goodreads too that I started reading it literally eight months ago. So this is quite a chunk. Um, I mean, if I might have read it in German, it might have been a bit more fluid but it is quite a chunk and um, yeah it says the the paperback published paperback is 572 pages which doesn't yeah. appear to be like a, a big I like it's not like yeah, a like thousand the, pages the book.
0: audiobook is 23 hours you yeah. know the book that I'm reading now is sort of like 36 hours or something like that yeah. so yeah there's, there's much chunkier books there are
1: chunkier books but to me it felt very much because the density of the topics in there and yeah. the the writing itself made it there's
0: a lot going on yeah yeah i just so, talking about how long it took you to read it i uh, i put here in <laughs> on may 21st i said one percent of the way in waiting for juliana to get to the last few chapters before i begin september 28th okay juliana is 78 percent of the way through and will be finished by the time i get back from my work trip 11 days until we record a podcast about it which was Uh, 15 days ago but you know whatever it's sort of like you know so I knew you'd be finishing it up now because you know you get to 78% you're like yeah I will finish it up so I I I managed to get through it in uh, three days
1: yeah but your three days are like Maybe unlike most uh, other people, you you can just like listen to. Well, it was a travel
0: day, so I got up at four o'clock in the morning. Had hours of traveling, hours of waiting around, and stuff like that. And then two days on a cruise ship to uh, you know decompress and things. So I yeah, I just I just blitzed through it and just was like, well, this is just what I'm listening to now, and got through it in three days, which is a really fun way of doing it. I uh, I have read this trilogy before, and I think I've read Red Mars once. Again. again I wasn't okay. sure if I had but I have memories of the memories of reading it the first time okay you know what I mean, like when, I mean when just... was
1: that about like well, how old were you
0: well the first probably. time I read yeah. these books was in the 90s yeah. uh, when... well it
1: came out in 93 yeah so, so
0: the first uh, I probably read these books in like 96 90- or something like that it was when I was at college when I would just like literally read every science fiction book that I could find in the library and I cleared yeah. out two different libraries Barnard Castle Library and Darlington Library um, <laughs> of all science fiction books and a lot of fantasy books as well I, yeah. would, just, I would just keep going with series and, until I uh, got through and a you, lot of them and
1: you read it as like because at that point I guess the trilogy was out in one yeah, year. yeah yeah it like, was
0: like it was uh, all out I think the full the, the full trilogy actually I have the, the Wikipedia page here so yeah the full the uh, full series was out by 1996. So yeah I was I pr- pretty much st- probably started it around about 97 98. Yeah. And finished it probably around about 97 98. I remember my father read it as well and he was oh. he was really into the uh, I think it was my father. Anyway, he was really into the uh, the space elevator scene. Okay. Um, uh, section in this in this first
1: uh, Right. In
0: this first novel. Do you remember
1: what, how your feelings were about the book when you read it the first time?
0: I th- think this was the first book i really enjoyed because i think this is actually a really good book and other people have said once we started reading this i'm like ah maybe i'm not sure if i'll go on to the second and third book but people have said actually the issues that people have with this first book are kind of fixed in the second and third book whereas i just remember it being like okay we've got to get to blue mars so we've got all this time that we've got to cover until we get there so let's just look through it and uh you know it's not kind of sequel fatigue where you know you're kind of like going oh well I've read the first two you know I'm now I'm pot committed you know sunk sunk cost fallacy of science fiction (laughs) reading or fantasy reading so I'm like well I've read the I've read five books I really really didn't read six but mm, let's just give seven a go you know because it wasn't anything like that but uh, I definitely had fonder memories of this first book than I had of the second two however Again, I'm a different person than I was 20 years ago and maybe those the next two books would be uh maybe I'd appreciate them more. I don't know. Yeah. Um
1: But but uh, like was it an easy read for you? Like 17, 18 years well, old? Well, yeah,
0: cuz I was 17 and 18 years old and, and, that was, and like, like, every totally book every your... book was an easy read for. Me. I mean, there's nothing complicated about this book. But... No, it's
1: not it's not complicated, but it 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 chews through a lot.
0: Yeah, there's a lot in there's a lot in the book. Yes. But I, like, my memories of reading the book, uh, you know, I a lot of the things that I was like, is this in this book? And and I was like, no, it can't be in that book. Like, these big events can't be in this book because there's just not enough time to get to it. And then it's like, well, oh, no, you do. They, you you do get like to that. This, oh, so... <laughs> this scene is in this book. Yes. This person dies in this yes. book. This person you think is the main character throughout the trilogy. Oh, no, actually, their story it, yeah. is mostly in this book. And then, yeah. you know, you find out everything about... You know, so... Uh, yeah, I, I I think the first book has got like a lot of the best imagery or a lot of the scenes which have stuck in my head. Yeah, um, are from this book. There are lots of other there's lots of other stuff that is stuck in my head from the other books. But I think the ones that, may, but again, maybe it's just because I read this book twice. Like I yeah. definitely went back and reread uh, Red Mars. Yeah.
1: And, so it's now the third time yeah this was the yeah. third
0: time I read it so maybe that's why this book is stuck more in my head so maybe I will get on to read uh, to Green and Blue Mars as well yeah I'm not sure
1: well I think I will continue
0: the space mirror stuff which is mentioned in this book it gets it, it, space That's space
1: mirror well you
0: know when they say oh when, when the uh, when the the sailing the sail ves- sailing vessels come over from earth yeah and they say we park the mirrors in oh. orbit um, to shine extra light on, yeah. on the mornings and the evenings yeah. or something like that yeah. we can park you do this park orbits and stuff yeah anyway the space mirrors there's a lot more that goes on with them in the next books okay there's more space elevator stuff that goes oh, okay. on um well lo-
1: it it feels in lots of things there are lots of things mentioned and happening and there are so many things mentioned and happening that yeah. uh i don't I, I can't even remember all of yeah.
0: them yeah even though you only like, finished the book a few uh, yes, two weeks ago th- yeah.
1: there's so much going on i i totally forgot about mirrors
0: Yeah, because in this book, like I say, in this book, they're only mentioned, like, in passing. And it's only because I've read the next books where I'm like,
1: oh, the mirrors. (laughs) like
0: Like, for example, they do this thing where they're like, okay, what if we get, like a massive amount of mirrors and we put like a shield between mars and the sun which is much 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 bigger than the surface area of mars yeah and then we reflect that around different mirrors and then shine the light so we're actually collecting twice as much sunlight you yeah. know like a big yeah. collecting mirror yeah. and then they put that between mars and the sun yeah and so they just have this big so you're like oh that's great but then you're like oh shit people can control the sunlight and where the sunlight shines and how much sunlight and you know that becomes a big political issue in the same way as this one like who controls who controls the uh, space elevator and the trade and Mm -hmm. the uh you know Mm -hmm. sending the immigrants down and all that kind of stuff
1: you know later on there's
0: other big projects which are like the the choke points of control in this case it's like yeah solar energy like who controls that is is a is a big player.
1: Okay well, that makes sense yeah well this this whole book is a little bit it's 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 funny because it doesn't talk about um people civilizing on like is that a word yeah. civilized earth, but it is kind of like a short a short in in like inflection. Yeah. into what humans did and do on earth yes it's yeah, like it a, a whole timeline compressed down into like what a hundred a yeah, hundred
0: people it's a hundred people it's in a hundred years yeah. or whatever. and it's
1: like you you have a whole earth colonization by humans yeah. kind of compressed down and everything happens in that time literally yeah. We go well, through everything. Yeah, it's,
0: it, you go through the founding of America and the American Revolution, which was generations and generations, like hundreds of years. And here it's sort of like, oh, we can get through that in about 15 years. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. On, the, on the boats on the way there, we're like, yes, revolution. Like, like it, you know, that's literally what happens. You know, they have yeah. a meeting where everyone's like, mm, maybe when we get there, we shouldn't be paying taxes to England. Yeah,
1: and maybe we should not do what Earth said us yeah. to do. Yeah. Because...
0: Yeah. No, straight away into that.
1: We're far away.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, we've not really talked very much about this, where this, what the story of this book is, except for on these broad terms, yes. really. But it starts off in Antarctica. No, actually, it starts off on the ship on the way there, but there's little yeah. flashbacks to what happened in Antarctica. Yeah. They decide, hey, we're going to get, like, 200 people, and we're going to decide, like, who, who's going to go to Mars, who's going to be in the first 100. And then they whittle it down to about 150 people, send them to Antarctica, yeah. and, then, and then they get it down to 100 people. No, yeah. it's 101 people in the end. Yeah. Um, because the, uh, the, is it uh, Michel, the uh, French psychologist? Yeah. They're like, oh, we don't want to send too many psychologists because, you know, too many psychologists means that people are performing for the psychologist. So we'll yes. just send one psychologist. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, yeah, also you're going to Mars. And he's like, oh, no. Uh... <laughs> so I, I quite like, I, I like the uh, Michel. And, and the whole, it opens up as well. It's sort of like if people are going to go crazy when they go to mars and go crazy on the flight to mars why don't we just send crazy people and it's kind of acknowledged that the psychologist kind of knows this yeah. about the 100 yeah. and when they have that meeting on the ship where they all start talking truthfully to each other the first time it's yeah. sort of like oh yeah i lied on my test to get here as yeah. well and i lied on my oh we all lied to get here it's sort of like yeah now we we can just all admit that to Great. each other because uh, we're yeah. already on the way yeah. so yeah i really like that uh uh, that that kind of thing. Yeah, so they put them all in a ship, send them to Mars, they land, they start building and they all have their own little projects and their own little cliques and... and yeah, they're, uh, well, they're all like ex- yeah.
1: experts in different kind of fields. No, not no, I'm exactly.
0: saying like politically they have oh, like, oh, there's the group who stays oh, on yeah, Phobos yeah. and there's oh, this oh, thing on yeah. Phobos and there's this group who goes here and there's this people want...
1: really quickly. Yeah, into... oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Straight away
0: they're like, oh, I'm over here and I'm over here and I'm thinking this and I'm thinking this. Yeah, yeah. so then you have... Um, uh, the main structure of the novels. Actually, what I forgot about this novel is it starts off with already a successful Mars colony, and then does a flashback. It starts off with John Boone um, being assassinated. You remember?
1: No. See, and that is the problem <sighs> of the book. I did not. I did not remember that. You remember? You remember this because you read it now several yes. times. And the first time you, you read it, already you already know it. the, the yes. people. Would ha- so John Boone the was the first time...
0: man on Mars. He, yeah. you know, he's had Neil Armstrong for the yeah. New Age.
1: And he came back and, and then he, he came went back. again.
0: And then, yeah, like, it was like a, a political maneuvering on his part, of which course. made him get to sort of like, oh, and I'm also joining the Mars colony, even though he's had too, many, too much radiation. He's like, Already, it doesn't matter yeah. about that. Yeah. It's like, let's go over there. So the book starts with the first man on Mars being assassinated pretty much by Frank. What's his name? Frank, Chalmers. Frank Chalmers. Um, and... Uh, uh, all the time I was reading, I had the, the character from 2001. What's, what's uh, Frank in that one? Dave. Uh, no. No. Uh, no, no, there's, the other character is Frank um so anyway that oh. just that, that that can you stop feeling oh, that sorry. Up the um so yeah he so frank is kind of like the second in command there or actually was the first in command he was like the leader of the american he was the side. official leader he was the official yeah. there was two sections there was two groups there was the russian group and the american group and uh, and those were the two like sides and he was in charge of the americans uh and he pretty much has john boone um, assassinated, and then like, well, that's done. Now I can take over and really take control of what the vision of Mars is going to be in the future. So a lot of the rest of the book, then, like and the next two thirds of the book, it kind of that's like a flashback. But then it goes, no, that's kind of like an intermediate res starting of the story. Yeah, and then he like, he meets up with Maya. And is like, it's like, oh yeah, what happened between us on that ship? You know, we used to have a thing, and he's sort of like, oh yeah, and like that. Mm, it's not really gonna work. So then you get a flashback to the start of all mm-hmm. these relationships. Frank and John, who were friends in astronaut training mm-hmm. school and stuff, but Frank did a more political thing, and John went off to be the hero in the first man on Mars. And Maya, who is in charge of the Russian side of the expedition, um, she it's sort of like her relationship with Frank, and then her relationship with John, and you know, this weird kind of like
1: triangle. Yeah.
0: Oh. Like, well, isn't it really a of triangle, it's more of like power play, and there's these great lines in the book where they said, um, you, you know, the, the saying, war is just the continuation of diplomacy by other means, um, which okay. is uh, uh, a, I don't know, some. Prussian guy, I think, said it or something like that. It says, war is just a continuation of diplomacy by other means. Uh, But in this book, there's also, they say, uh, friendship is just uh, the continuation, or is just diplomacy by another name. And sex is just diplomacy by another name. I remember that really clearly. It's a play Uh, on... uh, Let me quickly do a Google search. So, um, war is just... uh, uh, War is just diplomacy... Uh, by other means, Karl von Clausewitz,
1: um, totally Karl Philip Gottfried
0: famous... von Clausewitz, Prussian war, uh, general, military theorist. Mm. Um, yeah, his, his uh, war is the continuation of politics. Oh, the continuation of politics by other means. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it's a play on that kind of this word to say, look, if you have only a hundred people on the whole planet. The politics is going to be informed quite a lot by personal, like, relationships and yeah. well, sexual is, relationships like, and alliances and friendships. Humans
1: friendship. cannot separate that, especially if you're only 100 people. Yes. You cannot separate out <laughs> politics and uh, personal, uh, like... Yeah.
0: You can't accept se- if there's only 100 people in the whole world and in the entire world politics is down yeah. to what 101 people are going to be everyone. doing. Yeah, <laughs> sex is going to be like who's having sex with who, seems like office politics and it seems like silly soap opera stuff. But if that is the entire world, that is then a lens that you have to see politics through. Like, yeah. if the only person that the leader of the Russian uh, group can like have sex with which does then she doesn't have power over someone like you know that whole kind of thing sort of like that you know who's got the who's got the power in a relationship is that you know that's why any teacher with any student is like no 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 no. it doesn't even matter like if it's a university and everyone's an age you can't do that because there's this power indifference and she's saying well the only person who's on my level is john or is frank like that and you just go oh okay and then you're like oh that's now going to have (laughs) that's now going to have an impact on the next 100 years of mars history yeah. So when you're reading it, you're like, ah, oh, it's just sex stuff. It's just relationship stuff. It's, what's this? You know, what are they, why are we spending so much time about who's sleeping with who? And then as the book goes on, you're like, oh, right. No, actually, that first chapter of the books told us why this was so important. Because people are later going to be assassinated over it. And it's going to change the course of world history yes. in the future.
1: And you see, this is where my problems start. Because when you start a book and you don't know the people yet and it starts mm. like, it started off with all this like, okay, the, that person gets, you don't have uh, uh, in, your, in, in your head, it's not a, like a chart yet where yes. who is what person, where is what yeah. person standing. Why, so, is exactly. person and, why is it
0: important that this person's sleeping with yeah. this person or not?
1: Why is it important that, like, I, did Frank kill John? Yeah, he set it up with I, the Arabs. That was the whole point. I totally... With the Bedouin,
0: the Bedouin people. I
1: totally forgot about that. In the middle of the book, suddenly that, that gets happens. recollected. Yeah. And then... You didn't
0: remember it from... That was no, from no, the start no. of the book. So,
1: so the whole, like, like... Everyone was, like, suddenly really, like, down and it was, like, yeah. really a big impact and yeah. stuff. And... Um, I don't know if you get at that point reaction of Frank but a lot later on we did yeah, get we, we spend and, more
0: time with Frank and, and it's and never he's...
1: it's never like it, it, there is always something going on with him being like yeah. really like psychologically well that's the thing
0: he's, he goes and lives with the Bedouins for yeah. a while and he's like lecturing them about how you know their Arab and Islamic stuff means that the women don't have any freedom and that it's yeah. really bad and he's lecturing them morally yeah. and then one of them slips the hint we just and they're pretty much saying we all know that you had John Boone assassinated it was our guys that did it, you I know.
1: Did, to, did you, that you totally missed that, well, that that's
0: the, and that's the whole point. That's the, that's the thing is that that's what makes this book interesting. Is that it, because it opens with that chapter, it puts in your head Frank is going to have John Boone killed, and this interaction that he has with yeah. uh, with uh, Maya just at that moment, mm. which is this throwaway thing, sort of like why nothing what nothing like what we had that thing on the spaceship on the way to Mars but then nothing else happened and she's like oh yeah movies didn't pass or like that and it's just a throwaway comment and then we flash back to that time oh you know then the, the narrative goes back to that ah, time okay. and we under- and it all ties the story together about these personal relationships like the the group dynamics on the ship out there with Arkady in this direction yeah and uh, and what's the uh, what's the uh Russell uh the um,
1: Hiroko, Hiroko, um, yeah,
0: Hiroki, Hiroki, um, and uh, you know, and what she's doing out there has yes. massive impact later, and yeah. and all these other things, and it is, but like mm. people going, oh, well, it's just ah, you know, the, the, you know, the rumours that go around about Hiroki saying that, oh, she's the youngest one and she's the most beautiful and she's the exotic Japanese person and, uh, and all the guys are falling in love with her. And so people are like, oh yeah, she's got, a, you know, she's got her own male harem over there. Yeah. And you're thinking, you're thinking at the start of the book, you're thinking, well, this is probably Maya, M- M- uh, oh, so Maya, it's probably Maya just being slightly racist against it and, and, you know, and projecting and stuff Jealous. like that. And, and je- a bit of a bit jealousy. And then as the book goes on, you're like, oh no, she really does have a harem and she really does have sex ceremonies and this is now the basis of what they're setting up with this new Mars religion and things like this and that is also going to change the course of the future of this. So what I really like about this book is that there's some things which are totally on the surface and then there's lots of other things which... A, a true like which we hear rumors about yeah but are actually true but we don't get to know them until we get the point of view like when we get michelle's um point of view yeah he's invited in he's like where are these children coming from yeah. they're like oh people have been having people have been having children this whole time and he's yeah. like oh shit and then they all just leave with him and you yeah. don't hear about them for another another 300 like, pages in the oh, book yeah yeah Of course, and and that's the thing. What starts off as you think are just like the basis of future politics of Mars is based on the interpersonal relationships which started in Antarctica, and we really come into focus when they're in the in the on the on the spaceship over there. But I think it's only when you have read the book before and you then read about the spaceship trip you're just like oh the whole book is here in these first two chapters and
1: I think as a first time reader
0: yeah well I think he tries to to do that I think he's trying to hint at that with that opening chapter which is the in media res uh, you know in the in the um, Saudi compound or whatever uh, the Saudi Arabia funded um or oh, what is it? arab league funded uh station on yeah. mars yeah. where there's a celebration and john boone is assassinated all of that it's that's what it's it's trying to set up hey guys this is all based like everything that you're reading now these big world changing moments the the seeds of these are going to be in this on this uh, uh journey over here
1: yeah
0: uh so yeah did
1: we spoil everything
0: now no I don't think so because like I say it's all in that opening chapter like okay. if you go into th- I don't think uh, I mean the only thing that's spoiled is sort of like yeah for the, first
1: time readers well, like, it's not, like they don't, no like, I don't think
0: it's spoiled because like, like i just I, you know I, okay I mentioned Hiroki saying okay you know, that's an example yeah. okay yeah. stuff is going on with Hiroki but you kind of understand what, yeah. you know you can see that straight away I don't think there's any spoilers there of actually what's happening with yeah. the with the broader political because it is in that first chapter and yeah. I think if the book opens saying hey. Uh, the, the the two most important americans on the whole planet one of them has the other one assassinated now let's go back in time to see how it led to this yeah. i don't think that's a spoiler because that's that's how it, that's the prologue that's how it huh. opens yeah.
1: yeah well this is totally one of those things as like I did, you get that when you f- read it for the first time. Well, again, I
0: don't remember reading it for the first yeah. time, but I do remember reading it for the second time, and and then, and then picking up on it, yeah. yeah. And now reading it for the third time, and yeah. sort of like, oh yes, but I, I forgot that it started with that chapter that in media res chapter yeah. already on Mars already with a successful colony yeah and them talking to be you know talking and say oh yeah John Boone is 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 doing this doing that there's celebrations and stuff yeah and you you, you start off with Frank you know in that chapter yeah. and you think wow this guy is so Machiavellian this guy is like this guy is really bad news this is like yeah and, and then you go back and you read in the background and you're like
1: yeah, I don't really see it
0: there. But then over the course of the story, you understand, you see how he got to that point.
1: Yeah, but still, like, um, if, like if you would ask me now yeah. which of the characters I like most, yeah. I wouldn't even be able to say. Like, we spend quite a few times with different people over yeah. the course of the book. And Frank is just always like an angry, really angry guy always like he's yeah. like uh, he's having all these problems with himself and with, yeah. with the world and with Maya and every, everything not working the how he wants and then he yeah he, he him being in, involved in politics so much that he that he does these crazy conferences with 36 parties like yeah. over seven yeah, hours it, it, and, it's, like, the,
0: it's the whole congressional like, oh constitution goodness. and the constitutional like bashing out it's like the united states like oh we're yeah. gonna get all together all these people we're gonna get yeah. the trade people we're gonna get these immigrants these yeah. everyone together and we're gonna sort this all out yeah. and he sees himself as, as a founding father yeah and uh, and getting john out the way was a way of like getting like getting him in control of that yeah um and uh, I don't want to give away how well that works, uh, like and what happens after it, because I don't think that's a, mm. you know, because how how well that works out is uh, it, it, that's the kind of thing that I don't want to spoil. Yeah, know, some of that stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, like he sees himself as a founding father, like get rid of George Washington and he can be whoever came after George Washington. <laughs> uh, he, he can be Jefferson. No, who, whoever he's going to be. Anyway, I don't know. Again, there's not exact parallels there yeah. with the setting yeah. of America, yeah. but it is there. He sees himself from the outset as being one of the founding fathers. And well, he,
1: he could like, in the, during the book, you, we get to know that the 100 people really sees themselves as the, the founding Mars people.
0: Yes, but some of them don't see themselves as the figurehead of a new nation or planet or society or civilization. Yes. They just see themselves. Some of them see themselves as, "No, I'm a scientist here, yeah. and I'm going to be the number one scientist in this area." Some people say, "Oh, I'm this kind of person. I'm going to be the number yeah. one person here." Um, you get uh, what's her name? I made a note of it. You get Nadia, who is like, yeah. "Oh, I'm going to be like." She doesn't have any Isn't leadership she the, things.
1: Just the, the main engineer who yeah, just main engineer. Worked, she just yeah.
0: She's like Repair stuff. I'm going to be repairing stuff. I'm going to help here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do yeah. that. I
1: think I liked her the most because she just does stuff.
0: Yes, she, just, she is the most sympathetic character yes. that we follow along. I actually made yeah. a note of who the viewpoint characters are. It starts off with Frank, yes, for, that, for, for the prologue. Then it goes to Mia or Maya um,
1: Maya Maya.
0: Uh, I made a wrong spelling here, Maya. And then, uh, who's the the Russian leader? Then we go across to Nadia, and then we get a little interlude with uh, Michelle, Michelle, who's the thing. Then we get John Bo- John, John Boone,
1: Qu- quite his point of view,
0: a big chunk with John Boone, yeah. with that kind of like the middle section of the book, going from we've set up a station on Mars, now we set up a town on Mars, and then it runs all the way through to like and he's like now traveling all yeah, over. Yeah, the now plains. there's thousands yeah. of people coming here, and he's traveling around. So we see a lot of that middle section of of that history. Through John Boone's and it's kind of interesting there because he's always been set up as the hero and the nice guy and that kind of thing but when you actually read what he's saying and what he's doing he is he has got no tie he has got no ties to any morality or truth or anything like that there's even you because you're reading it from his point of view yeah. these are the viewpoint and he's pretty much saying oh actually like three minutes ago I said the exact opposite of that to this same person and yeah. now to get my way in this situation I'm just I've just flipped my view 180 degrees and then just saying what I want to do. Like he even says at the start, like he'll get up and start a speech not knowing what he's gonna say. Yep. And then just play off the crowd, keep giving and taking, and going, oh, this is what this crowd wants. And just yep. like solidifies, it's kind of like a Trumpian kind of thing. He yeah. just gets up there in it front works. of a crowd and does it so again I wouldn't say he's Machiavellian but he, there's definitely like you kind of only when he got to that chapter I was like oh now I can kind of see why Frank wanted to get this guy out of the way yeah. so the real politicians could get in because this guy is you know he might be a great figurehead he might be a good hero but politically probably naive and we need to you know we need to not have this guy yeah. around like he's a he's a distraction of power and he's becoming think- a figurehead.
1: In all the colony colonization and terraforming stuff. Yeah. I think personally, because at the beginning of the selecting the hundred people, they concentrated very much on scientists. Yes. And I think that is really, really tricky because like as it said on when they were on the ship towards it and yeah. stuff, like scientists are just like, Oh yeah, I just wanna do my science. Yeah and i don't care about politics it, and it does but leave that
0: th- power vacuum doesn't exactly,
1: it exactly and exactly that and so it is tricky to to start something off because humans just ch- humans are just like that mm. there needs to be like a like a direction already there otherwise it just gets into chaos yeah and that's kind of what happens does not it
0: yeah it's a tricky it's a tricky thing to talk about sort of like in in isolation in this yeah. way but i think this book does it in a way which is it kind of touches on so this book touches on so many truths and i don't and the thing is because we actually spend time in frank's head in john's head in um and later on we get uh, we go back to nadia and arkady yeah. and then we get peter and anne are
1: we actually in arkady yeah like yeah, very, you, but like yeah like li- near very the end, very yeah. end so we yeah. get
0: these other these uh, these other characters that we we don't spend a lot of time with and it's and it's and it's kind of interesting to spend time with nadia because she is removed from the politics she's not thinking yeah. about things in that way you can only go. Oh, yeah, actually, most people are just getting on with their lives. Yeah. But then because we're inside the head of Frank and John... It's kind of difficult to find the sympathies, and then you're going, is this what is this what Kim, Kim Stanley Robinson thinks, or is this what this was what he's saying his characters think? And I think this is a clever thing about this book is because he's holding like a multitude of different political views and different ideals, and then yeah. you think, and uh, when one character goes, uh, you go, oh, this character has succeeded, so their their vision is the one that's right, and then there's a massive fallout from that, and you're like, oh shit, no, okay, maybe. Maybe this isn't a sort of like, this guy's the best. It's more of like, this is a morality tale to say that this isn't the best. But I think the complexities of this thing,
1: seen through the lens of personal
0: relationships. It is is
1: definitely impressive to see like one author writing from all these different kinds of perspectives. Yeah. That is very impressive. Yeah. But it, it makes this book sometimes like so... Dreadful and so okay. What, ponderous. Po- politics, economics, and now like okay. But, but isn't biology. that what you're reading
0: Red Mars for? That's what no, you're reading. No, it it's
1: not, and it's just like and because like there's a lot of action into it, but then the action is like, like it's so sudden and so like abrupt and so like. Yeah. Uh, violent and, like, here it is, the action. Here is the action you've been waiting for the last 200 pages. Boom, there it is. Okay, and now we are going on, uh, and then, uh, it was a, whoa, wait a second, what was the action just now? Oh, okay, well, it's already gone. Yeah. This is how I felt with this book.
0: Yeah, but did you like the action when it was there? Was it interesting?
1: Well, the action, like, it it was then suddenly a really quick read with the action.
0: Oh, right. Oh, like, the last 150 pages, you're like... like,
1: I mean, it's not spoiling that there is the space elevator. Yeah, well, don't give away my... what
0: happens with the space no,
1: elevator. No, but all the action about the space yeah. elevator in my head is, like, yeah. ten minutes long.
0: Yeah. No, it's good, because when things, when things happen, things happen quickly in war. Like, the, the whole point is what they're saying when they get to the end of the book. They're like, oh, shit, Pearl Harbor. And you're like, Pearl Harbor was over within, like, three hours or something. There's only so much you can do. When, you, when, you, when you're doing the movie of Pearl Harbor, a lot of it has to be two people falling in love before you actually get to the action. You know, it's... Uh, Uh, you know it's it's a it's a tricky way of looking i do i do understand and there are criticisms but do it's very difficult to have a whole book full of action when it's set over the course of about 40 years that's the thing like within the span of 40 years any individual event or adventure or action or war or battle or um natural disaster or anything like that is a is a Flick is, is a tiny little bit that goes by. You yeah. Know, it's a little blip.
1: But sometimes I wish it would be just a little bit more like um, concentrated or like focused on one thing. Yeah. And other things play around the big planet. But because we follow so many people being on different parts of this world. Yeah. It's getting so widespread that it is like it, it has so many different points going on. Okay that you, I sometimes wished I would have spent like some time um, more with uh, the world building like when they actually built some stuff like yeah. when they actually did but
0: that's the thing when you when you actually get to it you can say alright oh, we could have a whole novel just set on with these first few people here like it could be yeah. the first hundred and this the whole novel could just be them on the on the journey over there and the thing is it, lots of science fiction authors have done that you know it's sort of like yeah. put everyone in a capsule in a generation ship send them to another planet or another star and just tell the story about what happens along the way and then the story ends when they arrive or something yeah. like that This book, or there's the Martian which should... is sort of like lots of action set on a very small like, exactly. time scale with one person in one place you know?
1: and I totally understand why people do that because this book, this book, is. book yeah. is kind of like seven books in one
0: but I don't think it is seven books in one. I think there's seven character I think it's the stories of seven characters in one. But I don't think it's I don't think it's seven books in one. No, I but think there's this the is potential
1: a very... of seven individual things. No, but this the one told... the one
0: story that he wants to tell is this one story.
1: Yeah, but there's so much going on that I would actually would like to have spent more time like Yes, But then the book into, would have been really, really it's like long. Blub, 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 it's like, okay, this is here, now we're this, and now we're gone. Okay, you've heard about this, now we're somewhere else. Yeah. And I sometimes wanted to have known more about those windmills. I mean, we do spend quite a bit with them. I think the windmills, the windmills are quite important. They, they the windmills
0: are, keep coming back and back and They like, do. But windmills are like the Chekhov windmill in, the, in this book. So I am like, keep mentioning these windmills. What's important about these windmills? Yeah. And then later on, it's like, oh, these windmills keep coming back yeah. a lot. Yes, anyway. I know.
1: But like, there are different topics that I would have just loved to spend more time with. And then it is just like with the, uh, um, yeah, with the assassination in the middle of the book. Where it actually happens, it's not yeah. like a, a a view backwards, uh, but it's like okay, and then it's like whoa, wh- what? Yeah. It's just the second
0: book the first book 23 hours and 51 minutes the second book 27 hours and the third book 32 hours so they get longer they as get they longer. go on. All right. But I mean that, often, that you know that inflation yeah. happens I guess quite But a it bit. is
1: quite dense and intense to me that book was very intense with all the topics you have like politics you have relationships you have um economics biology philosophy yeah. Oh my goodness, like so much philosophy in this book. I mean, yeah, but, it, is, it but, needs to be there, but... But here's
0: the thing, like, the, the, what this book is, is that. That's the, that's the tricky thing. Yes. It's sort of like, it, he isn't trying to write a short novel or a novel which only concentrates on one event or one thing. He's, he's writing a sweeping, um, terraforming Mars political epic. That yeah. is what the book is. I know. And I think if you're going to write that book... Like, what could he have done different to, if he wanted to write that book, what could he have done differently to this book to make it, to make it better, a more successful version of what he was trying to write? By concentrating more on individual events and spreading things out, I don't think it would make the book better. It, because, it, I mean, it wouldn't make that book better. It would make a different book, which might be a better book but then we probably just read The Martian and we both really enjoyed The Martian because, you know, oh, let's just concentrate on the technical setup of the original base. It's sort of like, yeah, "Yeah, well, we could just read The Martian, you know.
1: (laughs) But what I'm saying here is that he has, in one book, he has built this whole uh, universe where people, like, you know, Peter F. Hamilton is spending, oh, I don't know, like 12, 20 novels by now in this one universe where things happen. And... And people like do read this. Like it's not like people would never like. Yes,
0: but that isn't the that that isn't one novel, and that each novel has its own focus, and each novel has its own thing. So you can you can yeah you can from an entire series of novels, you can get the overall picture that this is giving you in five hundred pages. Exactly.
1: So that's the thing. So
0: what you would prefer this book to be spread out over? Yeah.
1: But that's but then then just read Game of Thrones. What?
0: If you want long, if you want like seven books about one political regime...
1: Yeah, no, I'm not interested in the political aspects. I'm interested like if I But that's what this book is. This book is like only about politics. Exactly. And I would have loved to have like, okay, this is the one book in the series about the politics side of it. And this is the one book about the whatever side of it. No,
0: but the thing is, is that in this book, the personal relationships... politics where they land on the the planet is politics the way that they literally they they even have the conversation the shape of the buildings that we're building is politics the layout of the rooms is politics where people go and who they work with is politics that's the entire message of the book you can't say oh let's have a let's have a uh, a novel about the setting up of the base, but that's not the political story. The message no, no, of this no. book is okay. the shape of the rooms, like saying let's have a round room with everyone's room facing into this middle area, yes, and nobody I has. I
1: know like, that, but that was that that was all happening just on the trip there. Yeah, exactly. W- w- it gets dropped. immediately no, like, it doesn't get it gets, dropped.
0: They yeah. they even have conversations later on. They say, well, I guess a square is as good as a thing, and this big thing is there, and at least all everyone's cabin is. Like they're saying, why does the captain have a bigger cabin than everyone? He doesn't yeah. need the extra space. If there's enough space for everyone to have a cabin the same size as the captains why doesn't everyone have a cabin the same size as the captains we've got space here yeah. like, oh no here's has to be bigger why does it have to be bigger it's just a signifier yes. when you've got unlimited space and resources everyone should you know that kind of I thing get that yeah so why do you say oh you want that to be separated from the politics when the issue only comes up the size and the base and where it is and the location the different groups that people split off to is only brought up because it's political.
1: I'm not saying this should be separated. I'm not saying you, the just, po- said no, you just said that. You just said a book with uh, the politics and a book with the setup and uh, a book with the personal no, relationships. No, no, this is not the way that I mean it. I mean it more like you have then and you have different books about the same things happening all in this one thing, but not like literally the whole world and. All the no, but
0: I think the strength of this book is because it's so focused on... Because it is so focused on the politics, because it is, starts off with this political action, this political assassination, with Frank just saying, oh, great, he's out the way, now I can be in charge. It frames the entire thing in terms of politics. And if that was spread out over seven books, it would lose the focus of what it takes to set up a utopian society, what it takes to set up a new nation, what it takes to set up a new civilization with new rules, with new economics and new politics. It would it would dilute all of that down to what is an intent from what is an intensely political book, um, and also an intensely technological book, an intensely personal book, an and intensely, intensely you know, economic book, every, all of that kind of like, stuff. It's, it's all in, in there. The, the effect of it works because it's all of those things compressed down into say all of these things are the same thing. What, how many languages you can speak is political. How many psychologists there are is political. You know, what people, like people sleeping with other people and setting up sex groups and stuff is political. The shape of the room is political. How many spaceships arrive is political. Who controls the space elevator is political. Who does this is political. Like that's the lesson of the entire book is all of that comes down and that is what politics is especially and it's concentrated down because like I say it's 100 people and everything the world politics has to be concentrated down into 100 people and 75 of them are uh, scientists who don't care so yeah. then it gets down to oh it's actually concentrated down about 20 people who is like the named people yeah. in the book and about half of them don't want to be involved oh so it actually comes down to Five people is politics and three of them are sleeping with each other and two of them are off elsewhere and don't want to be involved. You know, you understand that. Like, that is the focus of this book. It brings everything down. It brings all of it down. And I think if this was spread out, if this one singular story was spread out even to the later books, I mean, of course, there is more happening in the later books, but this story, the, the key message of this story is that all of this thing is political everything that is happening here is political and i think it's framed really well with that opening chapter with that opening like in media res situation to say that like even this throwaway comment like hey what happened between the two of us back on the on the spaceship when we had a fling together he says that so you then go and read about that and you realize that that was a a supremely political act by everyone involved. Yeah. You know, and it's very clearly, it's very on the face of it that way. So I know that the book that you want isn't an intensely political book where everything reflects the politics involved and shows that everything is politics, but that is what this book is. And if you change it in any way, it would be less of what this book is. Again, it could be a better novel if you just say, hey, let's just concentrate on five people sleeping with each other and building a space base. You're like, great, but that's not what this book is, you know.
1: You know, you know what? It really rarely happens that what? I read a book and yeah. then we do a review. Yeah. And I, during the review, get less and less of an opinion of the book that I just read.
0: Why do you mean less of an opinion?
1: Because I just, like, I, 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 you just weren't reading this, the same book as me. No, I was. Obviously, I was. But um, to me, like the things that I held onto that I considered the good parts of the book. Yeah. Were. Like the little bits that were not dreaded into philosophy, and where I didn't have to no, read about. No, but about, if you okay, name those to these me, these are the. No, like, no, but
0: if you tell them to me, I could probably tell you how they how they reflect on the politics of the book. So what's I that,
1: what? I don't want that, that. I don't care about the politics. I no, but hate that's the thing, politics. But you're saying and the bits is,
0: that you this
1: this is <laughs> this book just shows me exactly what is wrong with all of humanity exactly. on planet Earth. You're one of the and scientists
0: is, who just goes, "Well, I'm just going to go over here and do some field trips
1: awful like you know hum- humans cannot just go somewhere else and say okay we start all over again and this time it will be all good no they can't because of politics yes because of all this shit
0: because the people that you take with this. you that's the, that's the exact point of the book is that we're like taking we're like taking a hundred people with us yes
1: we're taking us with us yes exactly so that's the thing that's the whole point wherever and there
0: is humans there's going to be human problems
1: yeah that just 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 that doesn't work just leave them all on this no but that is what the book is yeah and this is uh why it took me so long
0: yeah because it's telling you something that you don't like
1: and and there were like these little bits that i do like like when they were flying around in this this fly thing and And then the the, the glider and then the uh the when like i don't know when they go and mine the the ice the water from the ice and this is the kind of stuff that i really loved reading about yeah and then there was more like, uh, and then yeah. everything went down. But
0: okay, well let's just talk. Well let's just talk about the what what that is. Like it's it's resource extraction. It's like who who we had the conversation yesterday about global warming and how it's going to take a you know it's going to take a uh, uh, a war footing for the world, not to build tanks and trucks and jeeps and stuff, but it needs to be in the same way that in the Second World War people said, okay, we're controlling the economy everyone is going to build uh, bombers and tanks and ships and everything is going to be talked around the war effort. That's what we need now is to say, all right, all car manufacturers, you just have to in two years' time only sell battery cars. And that means, but that's going to take too much effort. It's sort of like, but is it going to take more effort than like defeating Germany and Japan in the Second World War? Because that's the kind of thing that we need, that change, you know. But the whole idea of like, you know, oh, isn't it good that they went and got ice? It's sort of like, yeah, but now what about water wars? What about global warming? Like this book... Red Mars is about global warming like that is literally what it's talking yeah, about I know
1: I know it's a uh, this is th- and this is and
0: some th- people are saying well I don't care about economic activity and I don't care about the suffering of other people and I don't care about this because actually all of that's good because it just adds to the warming you know and that's the kind of situation that we're in now with with the world people are going like Actually, well, I don't care about human suffering as long as we reduce carbon. And you're like, uh, okay. And they're like, in the long run, it's going to be better because we're going to reduce carbon. So ah, maybe, maybe three or f- three to four billion people have to die, and then the world will be better and living place. And you're like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. How did you get to that from from here? If you know what I mean? Like, like the it's just a, it's a difficult way. Like, there's like this this Mars being terraformed. is like almost a, it's like a mirror image of uh, of the shit that could go down on Earth due to climate change, and it's in Mar- it's in red Mars as well. They're watching the TV things, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, nobody's mentioning Mars on the news." It's like no shit, because the Earth is falling apart. Yeah. You know, yeah. Earth needs terraforming. Then, like, There's water wars and stuff like that a going on.
1: Big part of that whole politics structure problem thing is not only that they the hundred people are there on Mars, is also the big old Earth. Politics yeah. being there and yeah. still like it, it's being like oh, yeah, yeah. influenced like if that would be cut off if there would be like okay well that's
0: what they try and do at the end that's that's the whole point of what happens at the end they're I, like hey we've got to cut ourselves off we've got to set we can't deal with earth's um population overflow we can't deal with Earth, all of earth's problems coming in this direction all the time and interfering with us we've just got to get on with our own world so yes there is an isolationist message at the end of this book which we don't really have, we can't really be isolationist in the modern world because, yeah. you and know, that's global exactly issues it. are global issues.
1: Global, and that is, I think, the problem with your uh, analogy to the Second World War. Like, in the Second World War, humans were attacked by other humans yeah. in a way that you could say, okay, if we just get rid of these humans who attack the other humans, uh, then yeah. we could do The problem with, with humans destroying Earth is that you can't just really say, okay, everyone who's part of destroying Earth gets, like, killed. No no you can't really do that no, no, because it's like no, difficult but, that's,
0: to point- that's, but that's that's not the message i was saying because it's, it, it's not the people because for a lot of people oh overpopulation means we've got to kill a lot of brown people you know they don't see that actually overpopulation means that western style uh, economic output is and consumption is the thing that is causing the global warming, you know. Yeah. That's that, that's the uh, that's what I'm uh, that was my message. I wasn't, you know, uh, I don't think it's sort of like oh, the people who are polluting most are the f- first up against the wall because actually the people who think the solution is reduction in population are generally racist people wanting less, fewer Chinese people, hmm. you know. Yeah, and I, I, again, I'm not saying that, uh, again, I'm not, uh, of course. On killing half the world's population, yeah, I'm kind of against it. Uh, not kind of against it, but what I'm trying to say <laughs> is, um, uh, I don't want to like posit answers to this, these political questions of current climate change and things like that because I'm not an expert. Yeah unfortunately I'm a bit like you going, oh, I don't want to just stick my fingers in the ears about Donald Trump and voting rights and all that kind of stuff like it doesn't help at all but we do there does need to be a massive crisis before well I'm not saying there needs to be but there needs to be even the the credible but know threat of that a that there
1: needs crime. to be because this is how human history works yeah there's like a big, and crisis, there's and a big then crisis there's a crisis and then and there's something there's comes out yeah. of it and maybe it's to the better or yeah. maybe not we yeah, don't know not.
0: But again, like how many hurricanes have to hit different places, like how many cities have to be flooded and swept away in flooding and things like that? Like before before people go, Eh, maybe it's just cheaper not to have to rebuild New York and Dallas or uh, whatever, like yeah. and and Miami and stuff like every two years when another flood comes through. Because Miami's not gonna last very much longer. New York is already like closing its subways because of flooding and things like that. Like one more one more, you know, bad storm in New York and it's just gonna be cheaper just to say to like all the just to buy all of the transport companies in America and just say, all right, we're just going to buy you now and say everything has to be electric. You know, it's going to be cheaper just to change technological things and to change the world than it is to, like, fix subways. You know how much it costs to fix subways and build subways in New York?
1: No, I don't like
0: Why, more are... m- more money than the automotive industry no it's not exactly that but yeah. you know it's when you suddenly go oh billions upon billions upon billions upon billions is being spent in rebuilding stuff ah, wouldn't it just be better to like cut out the rebuilding stuff and just you know build a better? anyway i've got we've got a long way off yeah, red but mars
1: what i'm what i have trying to say here with this book is that yeah. it is one of those frustrating books yeah showing the mirror yeah to humanity yeah and that is what makes this book so frustrating in the first place to me, of course, because, yeah. you know, uh, I don't want to look in the mirror and see what all happens. Uh, I want humans to just be clever and intelligent. Yes. But they but can't the, but because. In
0: the, but in this book, the clever and intelligent people are kind of part of the problem as well. you got the guy, the terraform... Like I it's exactly the same guy. Oh, this terraforming guy. Like, everyone's terraforming, right? Yeah, we do. Great. Okay. And then he's like, well, the best way to get terraforming is by unbounded, uh, uh, unlimited growth of economic activity and um, importation of everything from Earth. And you're like, oh, right. So to make the world warmer, we just need, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of more people here just fucking the place up. He's like, yeah, it makes it warmer. It's like... ah. Damn it! Intelligent people—they have such a yeah. narrow view. They don't—they yeah. don't consider all the all the different views and actually uh. balancing up. You know, the, the, what's best for the planet versus what's best for humans. What's best? Yeah. What's best for the other planet back back on Earth? You yeah. know, like what's best for those people? You know, yeah. they even have these compromises where, like, ah, actually, like, there's just too many. There's just too many Indian and Chinese people do it. So let's just pay them, and so we can leave the brown people back on Earth, and just the the rich white people can come. And you're like really was that was that the political solution that you thought was gonna work in this book because that's that's what it's presented as like yes that's the great compromise you know leave behind the poor brown people and the rich white people can come to mars yeah and you're like mm. is that really sustainable turns out spoilers uh probably not sustainable <laughs> that's not gonna that's not the way that it's gonna work out and they're like yeah. oh we'll only have the original treaty the people who signed the original treaty can yeah. come yeah i mean like you know, that's very convenient that that kind of just blocks out all the poor brown people. <laughs> you know, do you understand what I'm saying like that? Yeah. And that's what this book is is wrestling with. You know, again, from the point of view of the American and Russian pe- people in the novel who yeah. are the privileged people who got there first. Yeah. You know, who are the people who are trying to lock out the pre- previous people. And yeah. other people are going, oh no, the intelligent moral thing to do is just let it open. And then you're like, ah, but is that really, you know, so that's what this book is. It's wrestling with all of the issues of like nation civilization uh, creation. And it's doing it through the lens of personal relationships between different people and yeah. the first hundred people and their technological problems that they're trying to solve. But like I say, every single technological problem that's mentioned in this book is political. Yeah. Even getting ice from the North Pole is, is a know. political act.
1: Unfortunately yeah. for you. It's, it's, it's just sad. Isn't it, isn't this sad? No,
0: I think it's, it's really hopeful. Really? Well...
1: Well, I mean, I might maybe have to... Oh, maybe not on.
0: hopeful. Maybe not hopeful. Um, maybe it's uh, that one person can write a book who can lay out, like, this future history in this way kind of as a, as a warning sign, but of course the people who are empowered, they don't care about the warning exactly. signs, or they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be Frank. Yeah, <laughs> You know, oh, yeah. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be the, you know, I'm one of the first 100, yeah. so it doesn't matter what happens to me, because I'm there already, I'm already, I'm already yeah. there, and already a hero, and already famous, but, and already but successful. But coming
1: back to like, all the, all the, like, he- he doesn't keep it only with politics. Like having then then the, the juvenile juvenilization or what the the style rejuvenate
0: it. Rejuvenize yeah, it. That,
1: I've like, lost like, the
0: word in my head. Oh, oh
1: no, oh, it's you okay. just, just, your elbow. just my elbow. Oh. No,
0: it's okay, carry on.
1: Okay. Um, the glass table wins here. Um, no what I'm saying is that it, he, he he doesn't leave anything out. He doesn't leave anything out. No, <laughs> I think there's
0: a lot left out of this. What is it? I'll think of something that he leaves out. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure i yeah, will be able to that, think no, about he something. He doesn't
1: leave anything out. Oh,
0: no. well, okay. actually in this one uh, he mentions it a little bit with the next generation like that you know he says what's the next generation so yeah. generation issues are a big part of later books but not so much in this book.
1: Yeah, but it, um, it does it does um point a little bit at Yeah, it, it.
0: points in that direction of like yes. like oh, it was, the, it, was my, it was the parents who did this. And, you know, yes. it was it's generation... It's
1: a little bit like our dilemma. Yeah. dilemma. We yeah, just it's talked like about
0: baby, that. baby boomers have done this and now us Gen X millennials have to live in the... in the uh, out, Yeah, that's not very much of this book, but it is in the next book. You know, like the the differences in the generations, like the native Mars-born generation and what they're owed, especially with the longevity of the people... Who were there before them. Um, yeah. All right. We've gone almost an hour already okay. on this one. So do you Sorry. have anything else you want to say? Um, then,
1: yeah, I wanted to mention something that I noticed at the beginning when I started to read the book, when they yeah. arrive at Mars. Yeah. It is like they unpack all the boxes that they had, like with yeah. all the big trucks and yeah. stuff. And it was like, holy. I mean, I maybe in 1993, it was already uh, like the product placement was already a thing. I
0: was looking out for but, it because you mentioned this to me. Yeah. The product placement. I didn't see it as product placement.
1: Well, he was talking about oh well, this massive big Mercedes Benz, and then the the whatever, and then here and. No, like...
0: I think what he's saying is that like this was a cash, this Mars trip was a cash cow for for industry. Hmm. This was. The military. This was the new military industrial complex. In the same way that, like, VW was set up for this and all that kind of yeah. thing. And in the Second World War, these yeah, planes okay, were built by it. this, and these planes and but these trucks it, were built by. Exactly is that what I'm did. saying? It was like this is this is like the end of the Cold War. What are we going to do with all these things? And they're like, ah, okay, we can get this and that. And there's, I actually quite like the the politics of this, which is like different standard bodies. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yes, this is a, this is the European standard. Oh shit, this is the Russian standard. And here's the American standard. And so I'm like. These were all kind of designed to work together, but there's like, you kind of like, put this, this connector and that connector, yeah. and you're like, damn it. They both thought they were using the same connector, but actually it's mail to mail instead of mail. I don't it didn't yeah. actually say exactly what yes. the problems are. But you totally understand it's like, oh well I'll use these connectors. Great. And then you get fucking USB C with thunderbolt over USB C and wait a second, this cable doesn't fit. Oh, if the cable is what was that, that I heard on the podcast before? Was that like, yeah, if the cable is more than fifty centimeters apart, it has to oh, have yes. micro chips in it. And if you want a cable around ten meters, it's got to be optical, which means each cable is four hundred euros. I can't remember what it yeah. was about USB C in yeah. that kind of way. So you totally pretty, pretty. understand that. that I think naming the different the different companies which was which we're talking you saw it as product placement I saw it as um fun uh signifiers of different international um corporate and business yeah. involvement in this
1: I I and I and, do and get this um on the other hand that kind of um makes it kind of feel a bit dated in the way that of course maybe like he writes a book about uh 20 40 something yeah right so yeah it's it's like really 20
0: 2026 was when the Aries uh, Ares leaves, leaves Earth. yeah yeah so okay that's when so, it starts
1: but it, that kind of is one of those things where it still thinks like okay these companies will still mean something in that point yeah but and we watched we watched
0: 2001 and uh pan was it a pan am, pan flight, am to the, flight to the to yeah. the to the moon felt whatever. like
1: suddenly really funny yeah um but the uh,
0: still exist. I think the other companies that I yeah, mentioned. There's still one
1: is- there's one thing that I uh. really struggle to understand. What and maybe that? you can help me. Okay. There was this um the dirigible, oh yeah, dirigible, dirigible, yeah. dirigible yeah. um was the biggest ever made a planetary yeah. model built back in Germany by and now the thing yeah. Friedrichshafen noch einmal.
0: Okay. What's that? I don't know. Well, I, don't I, I know. maybe at the time that was a, a shipbuilding company, no, no, or an airship no. building.
1: Friedrichshafen is a place. Yeah, I know. Yeah? Yeah. Noch einmal just means another. once again.
0: Yeah, another Friedrichshafen.
1: That, that, doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, but I don't know what it is. it doesn't is. mean anything. Did you the, Google it? Yes, there is nothing, nothing about this. Okay, because maybe he was just making it, it's a. Not, it's, not, it's not. a company. It's okay. not a thing. It's, it's but I think
0: what he was just doing was, it was maybe he he just, just came up as a company. just used three German words. Please have a knock on It sounds really good. That'd like to an audience. I mean, if doesn't, you were reading the. Yeah,
1: of course. Yeah, you, in the no, audiobook, like, you didn't stop across that.
0: No, I did. I looked at. The, no, I heard it and I was like, "What?" But I was listening to an audiobook, so yeah. it just went past. Yeah. It went past me, and I did understand it, but only after I was like, "Hey, what did he just say?" Yeah, <laughs> and then I thought like. Does it's this, it's like, it's, Is like, this like a... it's like once more Friedrichshafen or something like that. Or, you know, you know. Yeah, but
1: I, even I don't that wouldn't I don't, say I know, anything. I don't, know, I
0: don't know what it means. Anyway, um, I, I have some notes as well about the, not about the writing, um, but uh, he, uh, oh, two, two more notes that I made up here as well. Uh, I didn't make up. The narration, let me quickly look who the narrator was, um, narrated by Richard ferrone richard ferroni whatever pretty good narrator however he had some key mistakes in pronunciation oh some of the names i was like really is that how you're going to do that name but again i couldn't remember how they were written down myself but then he says uh what was the things he says i'm going to it was um the 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 gravity on mars is less how much less it's 0.38 g's you know gravity earth gravities. and he says it was uh G's. And I'm like, no, no, because decimals aren't 38 of anything. It's 0.38. It's It's not 38. It's 38 and stuff (laughs) like that. And also he was saying, and they went EVA. They put on their EVA suits. And I was like, Eva, and I was like, oh, EVA. EVA, EVA, and I've never heard EVA pronounced Eva before, he put yeah. on the Eva suit, so he yeah. has, he has taken, he has taken an acronym and made it into an initialism or whatever, yes. whatever it is as well, he's turned it into, a, so, so there was a few, and there, as I was listening through, there was a few things like that, more technical stuff, I was just like, yeah. ah, he's, he's not a, he's not a science fiction or science nerd to know that it isn't Eva or it's, point yeah. three, even I know that, p three, P38. Three, Anyway, so as I was reading it through, the other thing that I did notice where they said here, where people go, the American dollar follows. And that's when the American people were coming over. there, like, oh, you know, I'm not being paid in local Mars currency. You know, the dollars are actually what's worth here. And I like that this was a book about the reduction in the importance of the American dollar. And now we're seeing it now with sort of like these new exchanges setting up between Russia and Europe and Europe and China, China specifically yeah. to exclude or specifically to set up a system where the world economy doesn't have to be based on the strength of the dollar or yeah. everything flow through the dollar so yeah. I, I kind of like this even though this was in the 19 it, this was this is a book of the 1990s because the dollar is so important yeah. was in the future the dollar is going to become less important and even the current news as i was reading this book i was like oh right we're discounting not discounting the dollar we're we're not counting how much the dollar is worth between the central banks of China and Europe anymore. There's just gonna yeah. be a direct connection and they'll work it out, not by going via yeah. the dollar.
1: And, and in this book, it is yeah more mentioned that um they, the scientists didn't want money. Yes. That there was. You know, why do we need to we, a, Why, do, why we do we need we a, money? Like yeah. there's, a, yeah, this whole thing of like, okay, we start and we have the opportunity yeah. to start something new. Yeah. And in the end, but just I don't it, know, it, just the ties,
0: just to signify of value exchange is like really handy. Like every time, it's one of those things that of like, if God didn't exist, humans would have to invent him. It's not like, like, well, if money didn't exist, humans would kind of have to invent it. And it's one of those yeah. really tricky things that all the time you come to it, it's like, like it's Really handy to have a a label on, and this is what this book they're talking about. There's so much in the book like, what is money? It's sort of like, okay, how can we measure how much work somebody does which has a direct impact on the future benefit of the economy and environment and of mars um, which isn't tied to energy consumption or oil extraction like yeah. what it can be tied to and that's a massive part of the book is so like if we do have a currency what is it tied to and they're trying how about we tie the dollar or the space dollar mars dollar to happiness how about we Tie it to how much energy output you do, like how well you terraform and things like that. Yeah, but like here that. it's
1: like I, I marked some of that. Yeah. Exactly that. But this is economics, don't you see? It's, this is our economics. Everyone should make their living, so to speak, based on a calculation of their real contribution.
0: Contribution. Con- contribution
1: to the human ecology. Yeah, everyone can in- increase their ecological e- efficiency by efforts to reduce how many kilocalories they use. Yeah, this is how. Ha- um, this is the old southern argument against the energy consumption of the northern industrial nations. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that the 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 value of work and money and mm. stuff like it it can in be. Some, there needs totally... to be a flip at
0: some point. Yeah, especially in our current world because we can't keep tying economic. We can't keep tying like economics to growth because growth just means more resource extraction and use and energy use and carbon output that's what growth means it means that however much we're doing now we want to be doing more of it in the future and that's how the current world economics works and it's like well that might be able to work on mars when more people are arriving every day and we've got all these resources to use and output to do but even there they're saying actually we don't want unbridled Uh, economic expansion for no reason except to concentrate wealth like more wealth to fewer people so yeah it is right there and again even like oh we don't want money is sort of like the most basic it's the most basic uh like utopian ideal and no and everyone has everything they want and everyone's sort of like yeah but then how much is something worth like if two people want something how do you decide which one of them gets it and you could just say, oh, give, it, give, the, give that thing to both of them. And you're like, yeah, but like, not everything is unlimited and mm. some things will be unique. Mm. Like some things will be unique in a way which is sort of like, okay, so who wants it more? And then sort of like, well, I'll spend this amount of time on, on trying to get it and there's other people. You know, it's all that kind of thing which happens with you know, concert tickets and stuff. It's like, oh, they're too expensive. It's like, well, of course they're expensive because if they make it too cheap like the people who really want it wouldn't be able to get it and then everyone will just be like, oh, put my name down for a ticket as well Mm. and you may get it, so it's a lottery Mm. and then you're like, okay, so all these people got it randomly, okay, so let's make it so people have to put more time in so you get these phone queues of people call up on this amount of time it's like, yeah, but I'm working on the time but if you really want the ticket, you'll take the time, you'll Mm. take the time off work, it's like, but I've got a kid, it's like, well, you value your kid more than going to this concert and you're like, Damn it! We keep getting down to like, how do we, you know, like time is an infinite is not an infinite resource. So just how much time you spend. So you go, well, why don't we put a. Like why don't we put a value on how much time it is and that only works if everyone has the same exact amount of time and the same amount of minimum wage because if everyone is working for the exact amount of money
1: yeah
0: you know then and then yeah so it, it comes down to this kind of thing and, and it comes that's what down this book to is
1: philosophy and like, of, like talking about like all this it comes down
0: to everything that's the thing is know, everything is based is, on this exactly
1: and this is why this book is so dense because it yeah. comes down to everything yeah and um uh, this is why I love reading, like, you know, Alastair Reynolds and Ina Banks, where they have just, like, the hedonistic system. Everyone just gets to do those, do do what they want. This is what I want to hear. This is what I want to read about. I want to read about utopia. But like, you do ah. understand that the
0: culture can only be that way because it's, because it's exploiting the rest of the galaxy. Like, it's this edge case... like the whole book is about them coming across other civilizations which haven't reached that part yet that haven't found that utopian ideal that's why those books are always talking about special circumstances and contact is because they're then interfering in everybody else's politics to try and make them you know to try and guide them to the same way which again you very it's ideal you know and and post scarcity scarcity society is great there's even Mm. those things where they're like well what is money in the culture they're like well you have these, like, holographic things that you do and, they, and expresses, like, a diamond the size of a planet or something because that's what they have to... That's the kind of thing that they're having to deal with.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it's a... It's, it's a,
1: on a different scale. Yeah, it's
0: just on a different scale. Like, yeah. and people say, oh, I want to own a planet. And they go, when the culture goes, well, if one person really does want to own a planet, I guess we could probably work on that and make it fact because there's planets all over the place, you know? Yeah. But it just depends. The culture only works by literally going into solar systems and clearing out all of the matter and energy from that solar system and converting it into orbitals just to give them enough space to use and enough energy to use and things like that. It's a real tricky thing. Uh, It only works if you literally have a galaxy's worth of untapped potential and nobody else wanting that same galaxy. Otherwise, you get into the Idrian War and the other things that happen. yeah.
1: Yeah, well, anyway, it is a... It is a complex.
0: I think it's all the stuff that's in the background the of every other science fiction yeah. novel. It, in this it, book, in the, it's brought it's in the, yeah. is brought
1: to the foreground.
0: Yeah, everything is brought to the foreground yes. to say this is politics,
1: including all the all the science fiction things. Yeah, like, the, yeah,
0: yeah. We haven't like the, we haven't hardly even mentioned anything thing. anything in this book. We've literally had an hour-long conversation about how this book isn't about the cool space elevator, but actually about <laughs> like the power structures behind who controls it.
1: Yeah it is this is literally what this book is but about so many
0: books so many science fiction books aren't about the power who controls it it's just about here's a space elevator oh the uh, space elevator is a bad example because yeah. this book is also a foundational example of space exact, elevators yeah. along with fountains of paradise this is what i but i think it's this book space elevator is only so important i mean it's only so interesting and important and stands out so much so that when like say alistair reynolds wrote terminal earth the key, one of the key things, the key, key plots in the book is about us assuming there's a space elevator there. And the only reason we attach that important to it in this book is because the politics behind it and what it signifies, Yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a tricky one. If you want to read a book, a hardcore book about... Uh, well, I don't even think it is even that hardcore politics. I just think it's very cleverly done.
1: Yeah, but it's...
0: It's not the book that you wanted about Mars. You yeah, wanted no. to read The Martian.
1: Yeah, well, you know <laughs> I mean yeah. I hey, mean But it, anyway, it, now you a, can read
0: Terminal the Terminal it, World by Alistair Reynolds yeah. and, and get all the get all the references. Yeah.
1: Is it is it a spoiler if I if, if I if yeah, how okay. can I
0: edit cutting out massive spoilers this is the things that I actually was trying to talk about and why things are so important and stuff like that but
1: uh, uh, yeah, it's difficult to talk okay, about it so, so the
0: end of this do you think the end of this book is um, do you think this end of this book is a negative or is it a positive like where is it going from here is that what you're asking like you know the outcome of this book
1: yes well we read about all them building it all up and stuff yeah and, then and when it doesn't all it go correctly ca- yeah, yeah it just all like it all shatters and then we have a, an, another planet full with with human debris and full with human leftovers everywhere yeah. and like human destroy a planet again
0: no I don't think they're destroying a planet
1: this is what it feels like
0: it does but I think you know that's a good setup for the next book like if you'd have read all this book and everything and Frank killed John Boone and happily and everyone lived happily ever after you're sort of like yes Machiavellian political Not, um, at least something stuff.
1: could have like worked but literally nothing worked. No, they did.
0: They, it is working. All the people who live underground. This is the whole point. But we don't
1: even know anything about them yet. They're the ones who come out and save yes, people at the at end. At the end, like it is literally in the last two pages.
0: But that's the. St- that's the whole point of this book is that that communal Heroku sex Mars religion thing <laughs> is the thing that is going to be the future week that's the whole point of this book is that we can't always rely on earth systems and earth compromises and earth money and yeah. earth technology and earth politics the whole book is we need to go a new way and that's okay. going to be Mars technology Mars culture okay. Mars social mores Mars life Mars children that's yeah. what this that's that is what part of this book is but we don't know what that is yet because in this yes. book it's they're all doing that it's, behind closed doors that's why yeah. i think it's such a great twist when yeah. people say oh hiroki she's just got her sex cult over there and stuff like that and you go "Well, eh, it's probably just them being racist against the japanese good-looking japanese uh, person biologist a biologist
1: see again it's a biologist who's the good person <laughs>
0: <it>? <laughs> and then at the end you're like oh no actually <laughs> you know when they come in and say to michelle like look michelle you're the psychologist you're really you're totally out of your depth here come with us and he's like uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and if you know what I mean? And then they just disappear for the rest yeah. of the book and then come back in little flashes along the along the way. Yeah. You know. I
1: this is the one bit I really like when they have like all this like oh there's the the coyote. Yeah,
0: coyote. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah. Where what's, is it? what's going like, on what's here? Going Again, on don't want to get too much into into that kind of stuff yeah. because I think that's why I think about this book that there is uh, there is utopian ideals in this book and there is but it isn't with the characters that we follow in this book. Okay. That's the thing.
1: But you're saying the the two other bits are... the book. Yeah, of it
0: c- continues more in that direction. Okay. Definitely. But yeah, it is it is a tricky it is a tricky thing to do. But the the hope and the positivity at the end of this book isn't that. Um, there's crisis and that things fall apart the the hope in the end of this book is that actually all of this, the, the entire rest of the book in the background other people have been doing everything and we yeah. keep reading about it it's like oh this entire community just disappeared where yeah. did they disappear to oh nobody shit what's knows. going on no, nobody like, even knows yeah so that loads
1: of people disappeared yeah
0: like there's there's probably there's probably half the population yeah. on mars at this point yeah. uh, unaccounted for in this book we know yeah. they're all down, living down by the South Pole, uh, you know, Argaya or whatever yeah. it's called. Well, it's south... a massive
1: planet, yeah. right? So.
0: As, as a, no oceans, but the same landmass as all of Earth, like yeah. dry land as all of Earth. Yeah. yeah. Pretty crazy. So yeah, Africa plus North and South America plus Asia and Europe and Australasia and Antarctica is all collected together. Yeah. That's how much territory that they have. Yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, yeah, let's let's finish it up there. I think we've talking for an hour and fifteen minutes about this uh, about this book is. Probably enough, even though it's mostly Sorry, been...
1: went in a different direction No, no, I think thought. this is
0: good, because if we'd have just been talking about, hey, there's a cool space elevator, like, like, how much can you really talk about this book? And I think that we have a difference of opinion, or not even an opinion, but like a different perspective of what we're wanting out of science fiction. For me, yeah. one of the great things about science fiction is you can say, hey, let's reduce world politics down to like six people. You know, for me, that is an amazing thing that you can do with science fiction when 100 people are going to Mars and only yeah. 15 of them care about politics... And only six of them have any control over yeah. what 's going to happen in the future you know that 's why I read science fiction because you can have a world economics lesson condensed which you, to get that lesson you don 't have to read the entire history of world economics and you don't politics have to study economics yeah you don 't have to study economics and biology and politics and all that kind of stuff. You can read a novel and go. Kind of understand. I don't understand the solutions, and I don't understand the intricacies and the subtleties. Yeah. But I kind of understand that this thing can be a problem, yeah. yeah, and how it can turn out. So yeah. yeah, I think that's what science fiction is for me. It's not just about hey, let's have a space adventure with a spaceship and some cool technology. Yeah, and you're like ah oh, fuck. Well, that's just that's just silly military science fiction where they just go let's have two countries battling or two planets battling and you're like the economics doesn't make sense like how much energy does it take to get some spaceships from one solar system to the others and next solar system over and then when they get there they're just going to have a battle and then like you like those kind of economic issues you just sort of like so much in the background it's not like but space adventure and you're like okay Yeah, yeah yeah It's like yesterday, yeah, when you know. we, yesterday when we watched the Master and Commander and there was all these different kind of things. You're like, so what are they doing there? How can one ship take the war to an entire ocean? It's like, eh, not really a war. Privateers, you know, yeah. you know you're kind of all those different kind of things. But you can, like in that, in that, in the movie, Master and Commander at the far side of the world, they say, they even, he even says at one point, he says, this ship. Is, is England, England. yeah, <laughs> and you're sort of like, oh yeah, it is, because you've got all the working class people, and you've got some black people who may or may not be slaves. Not quite sure Aww. what their position so, was in the thing there as quite, well. Yeah. Uh, didn't speak very much and you've got religion and you've got the class systems is what that that whole thing is about class systems oh, yeah with the, the smallest person on the no, ship yeah. this 14 year old lord something yeah. the son of lord Being whatever like that one of the like highest that. Statuses. and he's the, and sort of like oh yeah when we leave the ship you're in control it's sort of like oh shit like a 14 year old blonde kid with one arm yeah. it's like yeah because he's upper class you know so yeah. when he actually says to them before that final battle this is England you're like oh this is actually a great way to communicate what the what class system is
1: yeah and, and it also entire... shows it shows that uh, human society is like that from the highest point yeah. to up to the tiny yeah, to so, so the
0: narrowest the narrowest view in humanity is I'm like yeah. oh yeah but humans are still here yeah. and it does and it and that's fine because it is actually uh, it is actually a story about you know faith like, this is Master and Commander. It is about faith and religion and scientific progress and exploration and war and politics and class. And it's all wrapped up in a two-hour, 40-minute movie. But also with lots of explosions and fun comedy and and, and good fight sequences and interesting stuff going on, you yeah. know. So I'm not saying Master and Commander is science fiction, but it does the same thing. It's a great movie because it isn't just... Pirate adventure. And you're mm. like, wait a second, how does the economics of this, you know, when you actually watch Pirates of the Caribbean, it doesn't matter how many sword fights there yeah. are, those sword fights don't really mean anything. Whereas in Master and Commander, it really meant something at the end yeah. when, like, like who dies and who's fighting
1: and who's yeah. leading yeah. really
0: matters really matters because yeah. that's england that's yeah. what england was yeah, yeah you know and at the end who when the young kid leads that charge in through the hole they shoot yeah. a cannonball through and like let's go this way yeah. it's like that moment in the movie when you're like oh shit it's all going down like this is this yeah. is what the whole movie of this 14 year old kid who's had one arm like from the beginning yeah. of the movie all the way to now that is the thing which makes it but it only has any weight because he is because it is england like the ship represents The the social structures and the religion and science and progress and war of everything about England. Of course, that's what that's what Russell Crowe says. The Australian says in the in the in the movie at the end of it. But that's what this. But that's what Red Mars does for me in the same way. You Mm -hmm. know, it says this is this is humanity, and where there is humanity, there is politics, and we're going to do that by reducing like. In the same way that that one ship, they say, this is England, of course, because they're fighting against France. But in this this book, they're like, this is humanity. Like, Red Mars is is an author saying, this is what humans are. Humans are intensely political...
1: Creatures.
0: Creatures. Yeah. And there's no way to get away from the fact... that humans are political no matter how far you travel no matter how far you travel how many people agree with you how many people disagree with you how many problems you are elsewhere how many enemies you have elsewhere sort of like you're gonna get together a hundred people and shit. world politics represented there and it starts off kind of like oh there's some Russians here and some Americans here and they've got different opinions and then when you get to the end of it you're like oh shit there is a multitude (laughs) yeah there's a multitude even within John Boone there is a multitude oh yeah in this book
1: Yeah, yeah very much
0: like that one character who is the figurehead of humanity, the first man on Mars and stuff yeah. like that. And on the way to Mars, he's like, hey, this Russian political theorist, he's got some good ideas. And everyone's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and straight away, you're like, oh, right. Maybe, did he really believe that? Did he not believe yeah. that? What, how much is he thinking? You know, so all of that's in this book. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good. So How many, how, many, how do you rate it? Oh, uh, five stars. Five stars? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. because uh, again, I, I blasted through it as the audio book in in four days no three three or four days or something like that i know for you it didn't grab you in a way and it was a bit of a slog. but for me this is what this is what science fiction is
1: i still give it's it. it's not a
0: perfect book it, there's, i think there's actually a lot of issues Did with you it
1: actually rated four stars what's that on goodreads they're four stars
0: uh oh i think that was a previous rating
1: Finish in under three days. I hope Jan is going to finish before I get home next weekend.
0: Oh, uh, that could have Twelve just, days ago. Yeah, but that could have been the rating from uh, earlier. Because I cause I made a oh, review, okay. you know, so I think I probably reviewed it okay. before. I don't know. Anyway,
1: anyway I, I still want to give it four stars because I see the, the well, importance get, okay, and the, and 4. the 4. implication and this, like, it's everything is there. This is, like... It, this is like, and for you, that was
0: often a negative. Yes, but also a positive. Yes,
1: because it is so heavy-handed, and because it is so important, and because it does show all the stuff, and it does show all of humanity. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that I need to like it, but it is true. Yeah, my watch. My
0: watch just told me I should relax and do a breathing exercise.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you really, you really get, got into it. This. No, no, but I think it's end.
0: important because these kind of things can impact you. Like you know, they can. They have a big impact on. The, like not just this book, but like the way that you read and the way that you live. I'm not saying that I'm living any differently because I read read Mars when I was 17 years old or 18 years old. Yeah. But uh, it is. I know it's it's a it's. I think it's a formative book for a reason. And again, I'm not even saying it's the best book. I'm not even saying it's a, a well written book in all these ways. We haven't even hardly talked about the writing style and yeah. things like that. And I think that some of the plotting and pacing is a bit off. However. For the book he was trying to write, I'm not sure what he could change to have a better book in that way. You go, well, yeah. oh, there's too much political discussions in it. I'm like, yeah, but that is what the book is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's always really tricky to do that. And you that. can't
1: do it without the politics. That is the, the the sad truth.
0: It's not the sad truth. That's it what is. the book is.
1: Yeah, I know, but it is just... It's... No,
0: but all the best things that in the world that have come along have come from political actions by people. Yeah. You know? Oh even this book when I was saying about like oh if everyone has the same wage or the minimum wage or something like that there is no minimum wage that's ever come a- along because important people in, in parliaments have said hey let's look after the no it's striking people going on strike people like protesting and going on yeah. strike and that's how that's how things happen in that way yeah you know there's that that, what was that thing in uh, in Iceland where the women went on strike? Do you remember that yeah, kind of thing? Yeah. And then, like within within uh, you know within ten got, years, got, the government is fifty percent women, and they have their first woman uh, yeah, prime and minister. It, it, or and it, they have whatever. it in
1: the in the constitution that women have to earn the, exact, the same yeah, yeah, amount exactly. of money for the yeah, same yeah, yeah. amount of work. Yeah,
0: so so it's all that kind of thing. It's sort of like, oh yeah, maybe a general woman strike like that that would probably stop a lot of things. Yeah. You know, a general worker strike. Uh, and again. I'm not saying that all of these things are completely the, the only solution to problems and stuff. I'm just saying that, like, but it to, is... to
1: tackle a problem, you really need... Yeah. You really need people to stand up against it. Yeah. Like, in the numbers.
0: Well, that's what even they have in this book. Frank, who is the... Uh, who is the main political thing the main f- 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 leader his hero moment in the book is him going down below the space elevator to all these different people and saying Alright, I'm, ta- I'm now going to talk to you about political organisation that is his hero moment yeah. it isn't about the cool thing that he does at the end with all the dramatic stuff and the hero yeah. stuff it, his redemption is teaching the teaching workers how to how negotiate to organize and organise yeah. themselves that's yeah. the hero moment uh-huh. that's when Kim Stinley Robinson is sort of like workers of the world unite you can yeah. <laughs> totally it in his book, yeah. there is again, but also he, he doesn't say, and it's going to be painless and you're going to get everything you want. It's sort no, of no, like, no. actually, you've got a 50 50 chance of everything going to shit, yeah, you know. So, yeah. I think that's a, a you know, yeah, a realist view of industrial workers' revolution of the world, uh, but
1: like condensed down into like it, yeah. it's into, like, like 20 hours co- of audio, most book. concentrated, <laughs> concentrated version of the earth, yeah, I've ever read,
0: yeah. Anyway, let's wrap it up there. 4.5 okay. stars, yeah. Next book that we're going to read is... The, the thingy in time, Is was it, it the square, oh, wrinkle, of, ta- wrinkle the in square time. of time? The right uh, square of time, yeah The
1: wrinkled time. I uh, started reading it. Yeah. Uh, and then I had, I think you had, it was a nice session, you reading this book yeah, to me. Yeah, you said,
0: hey, why don't you read the first chapter of this book to me? So I did, and then you hadn't told me that you'd already read it and you had chapter three already. <laughs> so I read an entire chapter of your book to you. It was so
1: nice. I yeah, really but, enjoyed that. Uh, but I thought. Uh, anyway, so I lost it out of the library again, and now I'm really, really far back uh, in my hold. Um, what do you mean? Is like, it in
0: back in your reading list? Back further in your reading
1: list? I had to give it back. Uh, but like, you bought it, it was in iBooks? T- uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. I, I bought it in iBooks because of exactly that moment, because I'm on number seventh place.
0: What, in the, in the list, waiting in to list to get it into the, back into the library.
1: Approximately 12 yeah. weeks of waiting. So this yes. is why I then you actually... Went, bought I it. Wrote, so anyway, I have it as
0: well. I've read the first chapter. Julian is up to chapter 3 or so. So this is A Wrinkle of Time. A book, a movie came out this year as well. So we're going to do a, a, a movie versus... Uh, book. An, a book versus movie podcast. But what I would like to do actually is do half an hour talking about the movie. Yeah. Press pause. Watch the movie. And then come back and talk oh, no. about it. What do you think? What do you mean no, no. half an uh, hour sorry. talk
1: about the book? Let's
0: talk about then... the book for half an oh, hour. Right. Then press pause, watch the movie, and yeah. then come and. What, what do you oh, think? Yeah. Would that be a good idea? That's and then fun. discuss our immediate thoughts about if it's a good movie, if not. Because I think in this way, because most times when we've done book versus movie, I've always read the book already. Yeah. You know, and have already spent some time forming my opinions of the book. And then when we do the movie, I watch the movie and then like the movie is a reflection of my thoughts on the book. Whereas if I think if we read the book and then watch the movie straight away, I won't have enough time to kind of formulate opinions of the book in, without the influence of the movie. Okay. Do you understand that? Yes. So let's read the book, tell people what we think about the book, then watch the movie and then say, say what we think about the movie rather than the, rather than the book being colored by our opinion of the movie okay is that good sounds good because like the Martian we read the book or listen to the audiobook and yeah. then we watched the movie yeah. and these other ones like Annihilation I read the book and then we did this one yeah. uh, what was the other one that we did book versus movie oh the Netflix series what was it called Altered Carbon I'd read the book already done a podcast about it and yes. then we did this one so yeah. I want to avoid it being uh, like filtered immediately through the movie
1: yeah well, it was
0: 2001. I didn't mind doing it in the same thing because it was kind of like I say, they were written at the same time by the same well, people. Well, I never
1: read it. So well, exactly. I only watched it.
0: Yeah, so so the screenplay and, and uh, script were being written at the same time. Yeah. Developed and by the can same people. You
1: could definitely feel that. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I didn't mind it so much with that one. Anyway, uh, that'll do. It's like an hour and a half of podcasting. You can follow me on Twitter, at Luke Bridge. You can follow Juliana uh, on Twitter as well. J U K U Berlin. U K U Berlin.
1: Yeah. Juliana Kunzendorf
0: Berlin. Also on Instagram. Also me on Instagram.
1: Uh, on Goodreads.
0: Goodreads, as well. yeah, become our friend on Goodreads. Oh yeah, let's let's quickly have a look what other people, my uh, friends, think about
1: this. Red like Mars.
0: Oh, it's not loading. Let me refresh. Well, the the red community
1: number. review says here for me is like 3.58. 3.85 uh, on three point five eight.
0: Three point eight five. Yeah, three point eight five. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. The uh, cu- uh, friends reviews are not loading on my page for some reason. So. Oh. So I can't see what friends think. No reviews are lo- uh, loading at all. I will give it two more seconds for this to load. I
1: have Jeff with two stars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Another Jeff oh, with here four they are. stars.
0: Timo rated it three stars. Fred Hughes rated it four stars. Hollow Man rated it three stars. Tamahomi two stars. Brian one stars. Nobody has rated it five stars. This is really I thin. have a
1: Radiant Flux has rated it Is that five a friend stars? of yours? Yeah. And my friends in general... Rated 3.95 stars, so 0.1 yeah. higher. A
0: little bit higher. A little
1: bit higher. It seems it?
0: that actually most people who have done reviews of it are rating it like two and three, four stars. And then people who have just rated it without rating a review have rated, rated five higher. stars. Like, yes. there are a lot of five stars who... For me, there are definitely more
1: fi- four stars than five stars.
0: Yeah, ratings or reviews, That I'm saying. S- ratings. Yeah, scroll down to the to people who just rated it. Oh, yeah, you don't have as many friends as me, I guess. Um oh, I've...
1: Seventeen other friends' ratings and reviews.
0: Yes, I have two hundred friends' uh, 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 (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) uh, ratings and reviews. Two hundred. Did you know? Did you know I'm one of the top Goodreads users in In
1: Germany? Yes, Yes.
0: of course. Probably not anymore, Uh, but I used to be the number two German.
1: Yeah, because at that point Germans didn't use it yet. yet.
0: Um, Anyway, so
1: uh, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, let's finish up there. Uh, Thanks a lot for listening and I'll catch you next time.
1: Goodbye, everyone.